and and the joke the joke it's 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 hard because i all you have to kind of talk like this for that's fucking terrible that wasn't even good <laughs> that was like, like really now, bad australian <laughs> <laughs> How do you like like tea and crumpets? Okay, 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 okay. So the joke is the joke is because they have a, you know they they got that hard accident in, in England. Uh, it, it's it's my wife's going to the West. Fuck, that's coming out Australian again. <laughs> I I legit practice this, man. I, I cannot well, believe probably, I can't even do this. But you probably this. practice it in Australian. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music, and well, that's pretty much it. So uh, let's go. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where we get into a different album by a different artist every week and we dissect it. We get into the nitty gritty of it. We try to have a good time and um, we try not to piss each other off too much. And um, so that's Asinine Radio. Thanks for listening. Uh, My name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether is Jeff. And uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Give us a five-star rating. We haven't got one in a a couple weeks, so go do that for us, please. That would be amazing. Do not give us a one-star. Do not be a Bocephus and be an asshole. So so go do that. Give us five stars. Go follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Come talk to us. You know, we're kind of nice. So go do that. Uh, But yeah, this week we're getting into uh, a Led Zeppelin record. But before we do that, because we like to do this, we like to rank the band's albums from worst best to best. So that's what we're gonna do with Led Zeppelin today, and uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna do eight of the rec- wait, eight of the records. Yeah, right, Jeff? we're not doing Coda. We're not doing Coda yet because Coda's not a real album. That was just after Bonham died, and it's just live shit and some B sides. So we're not doing Coda. Coda. So this. let's start. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, let's start. Let's start it up. Okay, what do you got for start your, me your worst best? Worst best for your, for your number eight. Um, I bought this on vinyl, on vinyls. So this is a, uh, but th- this is their worst best, and it's not bad. Like it's, it's it's okay. I I would I still listen. I would still I'm still gonna put it on if I'm in a Zeppelin mood. I may, I may even go through their entire discography. I wouldn't skip this at all. But presence, huh. presence. Okay. This is this is their least best. This album is so tight. It's so it's so meticulous in its approach. Some of Zeppelin's best charm is kind of in their sloppiness. Mm. But even still, man, these these tracks rip, dude. They're fucking good. And minus Coda, like nothing I would give below probably a two. I think Oh yeah, definitely. I think this would be like a two, maybe even like a two two. But like besides Coda, again, nothing gets below a two. So this is still fucking great. And it, it, and I own this on vinyl, like I said earlier. Because I'm gangster. 
But hot's on <laughs> hot's on for nowhere. I just like this one. This one was there, there's a lot of long forgotten songs for me because it's been so many years since I've listened to to honestly anything outside of Houses of the Holy two and four. And so there's a lot of tracks mm. that are that I just I completely forgot about. And this one was one of them. I I love this is like their coolest sing along song they've ever done. This is their most really? childish sing along song that they've ever done. And it's so catchy. And I just instantly in, I maybe mean, I just remember it, but instantly I was singing along with Robert Plant. <laughs> but presence. That must have been fun to fun to hear. Presence, huh? Wow. We we're already starting off on the wrong foot here. So I cannot believe you put that at number eight. Because my number eight, my least best, is In Through the Outdoor. Uh, still still a solid record. And like you, all their records outside of CODA uh, are a 2.0 and above. Out of our three-point rating system, where three is a perfect album, two is a good album, one's a bad album, and zero is just garbage. But yeah, In Through the Outdoor is my least favorite. There's a lot of stuff on here that I just, I can't, I just, I just can't get into nearly as much as the other records. And I hate to be so basic, but Full in the Rain. That song <laughs> is so good. That song is so fucking good. I forgot how good that song was. It's so fucking... It's so different from everything else that they, they've they pretty much done. And I love that song. I've, it's, I've totally rekindled my love for that one. So Full in the Rain. Bam. From In Through the Outdoor. In they're, Through the Outdoor. Least That's your record. least best record. That's my least best of from Zeppelin. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean they were really. I mean, it was just the end of the, the their career. Really, it's just they were kind of like they were out of ideas and they were they were out of stealing from other people. So <laughs> it's just, That's true. And they they they, they, they toned it down a lot though. The the more they got shit for it, they the more they toned down their theft. Their music. Yeah, I know, but still, but still, and it's not even so much like their musical <sighs> theft because so many people steal music. It, it was the fact that they were so reluctant to acknowledge it. Yeah, and a lot of bands were doing it back then. I mean, Rolling Stones really known for doing that as well. But well, they weren't good though. Oh, well, that's true. They were. They were no Led Zeppelin for sure. For sure. <laughs> Rolling. Dare I say, Rolling Stones are an overrated band? Or am I going to get too much shit for that? I I haven't. I I've heard a lot of a lot of their stuff is is really good. I just. I once I owned. Get into, I, I haven't got into. Them. I once owned forty licks on CD on compact disc. Yeah. For all you younglings, I once owned Forty Licks, and um, there's maybe two songs. Like "Start Me Up," I think is fun because I just like to yell "Start Me Up," and then, oh, and then uh, not can't even think of the fucking name with the devil. Sympathy for the devil. Those are like the only two songs I think I I like by the Stones. What about "Fade to Black"? Not "Fade to Black." Oh my God, what is that fucking song? So you do, what is that d- fucking- it must not even be that good. Oh my God, what is that fucking painted black? Oh, painted black. black. Not fade to black. That's metallic. no. You're right. Come no, on, you're right. Man. You're right. Painted black's pretty cool too. Yeah, that's a good song. That that that's pretty much the only song I could think of that I I like. Off I, I guess three songs. I guess three songs. But anyway, Enter the Outdoor, my All my right, least best. Enough. Fool in the Rain is the best song on it. So what do you got for number seven? Your seventh least uh, best. Number seven least best is Enter the Outdoor. Oh, you fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> you're such an idiot. This was uh this was just another okay effort. Like it was it was fine. The songs just don't have enough charm. Like I, I respect the change in sound, 
in in the progression. Because mm-hmm. Fool in the Rain, like you said, is boss. Oh, but, what is wrong with you? But but that alone oh can't God. hold this one together. That alone can't carry this. But what I do want to mention is is now that I'm a vinyl head, now that we are vinyl heads, oh vinyls, head, vinyls head. If we can do the opposites, <laughs> the uh, the original packaging had had this paper bag outer sleeve to this. Mm-hmm. So if you ever look in, and then there were I think five or six or four, four or five or six different shots of of the front picture. So it shows the guy at the bar, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was like four or five different angles of that same guy at the bar, just in, in like I said, different angles of it. And then yeah. the outer outer packaging was this paper bag, and it just was like stamped in the top like left or right corner, and just said like Zeppelin and the album name. So that's really cool. So if you ever see that. Like definitely pick that one up, and I, I'm, I'm kind of holding out until I find one of those copies because I want that bag. <laughs> because like, dude, like, who's gonna keep the fucking bag, right? True, true. But it probably goes so for, for a lot of money. So finding the bag is is. I mean, I would pay up like thirty bucks if you had the bag for sure. It's gonna go for more than that. I they, do. They press. They press like. Hundreds of thousands. These this fucking okay record, but anyway, my 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 favorite song is also "Fool in the Rain." <laughs> oh, you're such. A, it's just too good. Yeah, it is. Really I've good. always loved this song. I've I've always thought this song was absolutely fantastic. Like that synth sound is 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 something that they never did. They never did it in that capacity. Yeah. And that song had there was just so many different things going on. There was tempo changes. There was there was different instrumentation, and it's long. Mm-hmm. And it's super repetitive, but it never gets boring. And Plant's vocals, like his, the way he sings, is just Ooh, like those parts. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was great. It's, div- it's divine. Divine. I don't almost want a vinyl though. <sighs> You're just fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. So that's your number seven. What is my number seven? My number seven. I this one's presence. What? I hope it's presence. Ah, we'll see. There's nothing. That. There's nothing else here that presence would be better than. <laughs> That's the problem. This one really surprised me. This this one really really surprised me. I didn't think it was going to be this low, but it's um, it's one. It's it's two. Two? No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but it's three. It's three actually. What the fuck? Yeah, three. I I don't know why. I mean, I think it's a fantastic. Record. I thought you I've, love like immigrants. Isn't that one of your favorite songs? No, 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 <laughs> Outside of immigrant song, <laughs> outside of immigrant song, I feel like the rest of the album is pretty folky, almost like their first record, but not as good. And I was, I don't know. I was I was just like a little let down from this by this one, but I still liked it. Like this is this is the point where. This is like the rest of the records are like two point five and above. I I agree at this point. So I mean, not knocking this record at all, but it's I was surprised that three landed this low, and the my my biggest banger is since I've been loving you. That's a that's oh. a solid one. That's you. I mean, you can't deny that. That's it's so good. It's so good. But uh, yeah, that that's my number seven, uh, Zeppelin record. So what do you got for number six? Um, so so presence fell a lot for me. I thought presence was going to be higher, and this one I thought was going to be top three, but it fell down to oh, bottom no. three. And this oh, is uh, this is one, really. Huh. And I do I I did buy this on vinyl, and I tried to buy this 
at the beginning of the week and then listened to it because I already had two. I was like, oh, I, I can pick up three someplace. And then I couldn't find three. I was like, fuck, but whatever. So I, I bought this one on vinyl and I just, I had a great time. But it's, it's just, dude, like what a banger of a debut. Like it's, it's not even fair for a bunch of idiots in their early 20s. But don't even forget, who have already been doing great music prior to this. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like who, who, like, who the fuck do you think you are? What are you doing? And it's what, what gives them the right? What gives them the right? Yeah, what gives you the right? Even though half of these songs aren't even theirs, there's some serious fucking bangers here. This album is pretty straightforward rock with subtle other genres in there. Yeah. So the like again, man, it's hard to like rank these because like this album is is through and through damn good front to back, and I have no problem listening to it front to back. I hate putting it so low. That's <laughs> I know that uh, is low. That is low for one for sure. I thought this was going to be my number two. Well, this is bottom three. But babe, I'm going to leave you. I, I think I think this song is just so bizarre. It's so light really? and That's airy, your favorite, though? and it drops into this weird like metal sludge. <laughs> it's just yeah. like these kids had no idea what they were doing, but <laughs> they also knew exactly what they were doing. And it's just wow. again, it's just not even fucking fair. Not I, even. I fair. mean, and like, but that's your favorite song off of it. I just, I don't get it. It's so low, and that's your favorite song. It's huh. crazy. That that it's might crazy. even be like a top five Zeppelin song for me. Oof. Oh shit. Uh, well, my number six does have my top. Has a, it's a top five. My favorite song on this is a top five Zeppelin song. But my number six. Uh, least best Zeppelin record is Physical Graffiti. I I wanted to like this one more just because I've always kind of like thrown this one off, but I just this one is much like uh, In Through the Outdoor. Like they, it kind of seemed like they didn't really know what they wanted to do. Like they couldn't tell if they wanted to stay with like their classic sound or if they wanted to experiment more. So it's like this weird this weird combo of of it, and it just didn't really sound as good as other efforts. But uh, yeah, so physical graffiti, and then trampled underfoot. Top Why is five isn't so high. Is it that high? I don't know. But it is that high. But f- yeah, physical graffiti number six. Trampled underfoot's so good though. That is, <laughs> it's it's a top five Zeppelin song. It's, and then just knowing that Franz Ferdinand ripped this song off so bad, and that they became so popular for it, and nobody talks about it, makes me even more mad. Whoa. I just, I've always just hated Franz Ferdinand. Like with a passion, uh, but to be fair, I mean, Zeppelin in their early days were known to to borrow tunes because we all know two wrongs make a right. Well, no, you but right. you can't you can't hate one band because of that one aspect. Well, I can and when they give a pass to another band. Well, I can when when one of the bands have put out like dozens and dozens of other amazing songs, and then one band has put out one copycat song, and then shit. Well, so. also to be fair, only half of that song was copycat. Come on, most like the the entire like underlying beat and and the but don't forget the Franz Ferdinand song changes like halfway through and it becomes into like I'm saying you don't know. That's the trampled underfoot part. What's the that's, what's that's the, first the trampled part? underfoot part? The the first part is that that it's just like the downstroke that da na 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 na. Oh, that, then okay, it, and then it rings first. out, and then it rings out, and then it goes. And it's like it's like only one note difference. You say I love you, oh, I fucking hate that song. For you. It's like one. It's like only one note difference between the two of them, or some weird shit like that. It's 
That's it's a good a, song. Like a, I like that French no, it's not. song. Take it's me not. out. That's what it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Take me out. <laughs> it's fucking. It's trampled under for you. Know it is. You know it is. Nah, I hate totally it. Different. But yeah, that's my number six. So what do you got for number five? Isn't Franz Ferdinand an English band too? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. <laughs> pretty damn sure they are. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, uh, number, uh, okay. what are we on? Five, You're on five? We're on five. We're on five. Five. Yeah. Number yeah. five. Th- this one's fair. I-, I thought this one would be kind of kind of, sort of in the middle. Uh, this is three. Ah, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Mine, mine yeah. was pretty low. Um, yeah. af- after after Immigrant Song, I before I listened to this, I was like, what the fuck like, comes after Immigrant Song? And I couldn't remember like what songs were on this one. And and it was just always kind of forgotten. I always had trouble like remembering what what, what songs came after and everything. But I think mm-hmm. the second side is stronger than the first side, just because there's more depth. It isn't is like it? the heavy rock sound that people were expecting after two, because mm-hmm. two is dude two is like through and through a banger. And so and so everyone says okay, well Zeppelin's gonna gonna follow it up like most big acts do with something similar, so so they could stay famous and and they kind of like went a different route and. And it's almost like a bunch of like forest dwelling gypsies singing songs. <laughs> it like is. You're totally right. That's like the second half. And yeah. Paige's acoustic tone, like it it rings so pure, God herself can't help but tap her toes. That's what I wrote as I was listening to it. I feel like some of his best guitar playing is on three. With the acoustic with his acoustic playing. Like it's not my favorite stuff, but I feel like technically and everything in that sense, three is his best, guitar playing wise. I would agree. I mean, I I generally tend to lean more towards acoustic sounds anyway. Yeah, and and that's probably why I like three so much. But the first half, besides immigrant, I think immigrant songs fantastic. It's no, it so is good. But I'm after trying to that, air drum that like, song. Fuck, like the so first hard. half is 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 fine after immigrant song, but the second half is 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 a banger. But not enough to 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 lift this up past the big boys. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but Gallo's pole, Gallo's pole is is definitely the banger on this one. It's it's incredible how such a how such a melodic song can still rock so hard. Mm-hmm. And to kick it back earlier to where I, I kind of. I, I kind of planted the seed of this, but Lead Belly also did a rendition of this in the, in the early '30s. <laughs> Fucking so they, boss. so they ripped off Lead Belly, of course, right? Which I I think it's just a traditional folky, maybe like a Celtic song. Mm-hmm. But but damn, dude, just to be like in the same sentence, like oh yeah, that Lead Belly slash Zeppelin song, like what? Yeah, fuck, that's good stuff, man. That's that's legendary status right there. It's truly a banger. I mean, it absolutely is. Three is still a. It's a. It's. I hate ranking it so low, like as low as I did. But man, it's just there's so much, so so many better songs and albums. It's crazy. I I know. I just I I want to keep just reiterating that these are not bad albums. No, I mean, in not, any capacity. No, not at all. Not at all. Um. I, I guess my number five. Might as well get it over with, Jeff. My number five is Presence. Oh, finally. Had to Way do too high. No, this, you know, I thought, I thought it was going to be lower too, but this one surpri- really surprised me this week. And I think the reason why it, it really got me was because it was, 
it, like like you said it best like it's a really it's a really tight album it's very kind of like to the point there's not really any jamming it's uh they're not they're just like making like rock music like straight rock music and it was it was a nice like refreshment from from you know after what we got with physical graffiti and it was just it was nice it was just straight nice it's just so good it's too such tight. a good record it's too tight it's such a good fucking record and i mean it's me being basic again but my favorite song is achilles last stand the opener of course it's like open nine track. and a half minutes and it just fucking doesn't let up it just does not let up but then a close a close runner up is t for one the last yeah, song that song's so good dude those i mean it's just like this perfect blues song t for one is a perfect blues song and then to so to start the album out with Achilles Last Stand, which is essentially like one of their heaviest songs, I think in their old catalog. And then ending the record with T for One, it's just like this cool like just start and finish. It's just it's a perfect it's a great and no, it's not a perfect album, but it's like a great album and I love it. I love it to death. Okay. Presence is underrated. And I will say too. I, I do want to mention this. Every, like all the album artwork after, uh, after Over the Hills and Far Away, like really sucks. Like it's their artwork sucks. Presence three. awful. Three was graffiti good either though. Three. What? Oh three yeah, was three like was, the, that the was colorful, like that, the cartoon one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Three wasn't very good. That was dumb. Three wasn't very good, but the worst one was In Through the Outdoor. Fucking shit album cover. I hate that. But it's so cool because there's no. so many different variations and there's a paper bag. No, but we're talking about the main artwork. There's Shit. a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> paper bag, the most boring thing in the fucking world. Exactly. Oh, it's so good. It's so ironic. Is it ironic when it's their most boring album? <laughs> he it's didn't really. think it was going to be, though. They thought they were doing such a good job with all those little synths. <laughs> <laughs> a little oh, reggae tune. Fuck out of here, guys. Shit. All okay, right, now we're into we the top four. four. Top four. The good stuff. The, the final four, as they were to be. I think called. we're we're pretty much the same. Except no, you put one pretty low. You I cannot believe you put physical graffiti in the top four, you fucking idiot. So my next one is physical graffiti. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> this is this one's like dangerously close to just being a comp though. Almost half of the songs were it's already so done way before they wrote like songs for this one. Mm. And so it's it's weird because of the because it's it's a double LP and because it's so many songs, it's 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 hard to say like oh no there's too many songs it's bad but then it's like well not all songs are good so I I try to put this like right in the middle because like half of it's fucking good and half of it's like okay to good yeah that's really the downfall it's just a weird yeah. it's just a weird it's just a weird release and mm-hmm. but again like i said i just this one was damn like this almost could have been a comp and and no one would have said anything mm-hmm. but that that's it like like conceptually it's just long other than that it's it's fine it's a double but, album Fucking but they were like but, but like this is when they got really really tight as a band and just got even more tighter and and got away from and like when I say sloppy like rock, it's it's not that they didn't know how to play their instruments. It was just that even on recording, they were just so used to jamming and they were just so used to just feeding off each other that that things just they just let things happen. Yeah. And regardless if it sounded good, if it sounded bad, if it was tight, if it was semi off time, if if it was 
if 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 Paige hit one wrong note, they just they fucking left it because overall it was perfect. Yeah, but like like why would they stop and ruin the vibe and do any of that? You know, it's just just why would they playing. why would they why would they Feldman it up? Exactly. Why would they take a hundred takes for one vocal for one verse? You know. See, that's my that's my problem with presence is presence presence is is like they Feldman their own shit up. <laughs> Don't even. Don't even say that. Feldman it up. But down by the seaside, that. that's 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 my banger from Physical <laughs> Graffiti. There's like a thousand tracks on there, so I mean just take your pick. There's 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 plenty of bangers. <laughs> there, I think there's a lot of the, like kind of the same though. That's kind of why I'd I'd rank that one lower. There is. I again I think I think half of the album is just absolute bangers, but then the other half are 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 fine. But then again, they wrote like half the songs years before this even came out before they recorded like the the eight songs that were new for this album so i just don't understand why they just wouldn't release the eight new songs as this album and then put out maybe like a i don't know like a coda prior to to bonham's death i don't know i don't know either but this also i think was their first on their own on swan song this was like their first release on swan song so they wanted to come out with a bang and you know and they fucking did I mean, yeah, it sold a lot of lot of copies, so it wasn't a dud. No, but no. it's not their best. I still can't believe best. you put it that high, but Dude, there's okay. some good songs here. Man. There's there's some really right. good songs here. Uh, well, my wait, that was four, right? Yeah, yeah. This this is your top four. This my is your final four. four. Final four, top four. I'm gonna have to go with four. Zeppelin Four. It's damn. That's that's low. This one dropped. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I thought this was. I always thought this was my number two, but dropped two spots to my number four. Four is four, and um, I mean, I I got nothing bad to say about this. I honestly don't. I I think four is. It's flawless, fucking absolutely flawless, and um, I really don't have anything. Four is four. What, how? So you got one, you got two, three, and houses of the holy above it. Yes, I feel I, like I, the the stuff that kind of like threw me off from this record was rock and roll, and then Stairway to Heaven. I know they're great oh, songs, bruh, but you know, hearing those two songs like bruh, a million times, bruh. it just kind of killed the, killed killed it for me, you know. You're like fucking the guy at guitar scene in, in 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 Wayne's World when he tells Wayne not to play. What? Not to play stairway. No stairway. Denied. <laughs> but it's a. I mean, it is a great. It's a great and it's a beautiful song. But man, it's just like it. It's so. It's kind of embarrassing to listen to sometimes. Like you don't want other people hearing you listen to it. Oh, dude, what are you even talking about? <laughs> Wait, are you fucking stoned? Are you on? Are you on psychedelics? But it's a great song, though. <laughs> oh God! Just let's anyway, move forward because this is just so my, stupid. But my my favorite song off of four is a uh, Misty Mountain Hop, fucking banger. Come on, man, is, you know it is. Don't that is a banger. That's that's not my favorite, but that is a banger. Oh, you're dumb. You're dumb. You're so dumb. I don't know why you're so dumb. Okay, well that's fine. Whatever. That's cool. All right, what do you got for your number three? All right, now we're in the top three here. Now in the. the all of these are arguably perfect albums to me. Okay. I mean, that's a bold statement, but okay. Minimum 2.8. Oh. All right. What do you got for number three then? 
<laughs> number number three, which I bought on vinyls. Number mm-hmm. three is uh, House of the Holy. Real? What the fuck? I know this one dropped one spot for me. I can't. What? Yeah. Is not your favorite? No. Damn, you are out of your fucking. You mind. are you? Did you think this was my favorite? I thought this was your favorite. Yeah. F- I, what? Of course, two is going to be your favorite. Okay. Of course, that it's their fun. fucking best. That's fun. House of the Holy is my number three. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll get more into that. Okay, so my uh, my number three is one. One is one. One is my my, my three. One is my three. Uh, solid, like you said, it's a solid um, debut from this band. Even though some of them are, some of the songs are ripped off and their covers and. But yet they they still really made the songs their own, and uh, I mean, I don't, I don't. There's just so many good fucking bangers. Like you, you have like the bluesy, flo- like really bluesy songs, and then you have like the fast up B one, like Communication Breakdown. I mean, that's such a fun song. Probably the <laughs> shortest song that they've that's ever done. Probably the shortest song they've ever done. I think right, two minutes like thirty the, seconds. I like the way he squeals like Communication Breakdown. <laughs> it's so fun (laughs) it's fantastic but uh i'm gonna have to go with uh days and confused as the best song on here it's the second that's the second best i don't want to be basic no actually it's the third it's the third best it's i'm sorry it's the third best oh i'm just gonna pick their second biggest song but come on dude how can you not say that's a banger it's that that jam that they're pretty much like jamming for like four minutes and then it just it starts speeding up like bonham just speeds up and then that really sloppy stupid solo comes in i love it and then it just goes right back into the jam fucking great perfect song right there days confused i'm just happy two is in your top two well we'll see no it is because you haven't said it yet and there's only two left so well maybe i uh change my mind unless i can't count which is possible unless i change my mind all right their second best album, objectively, uh, is four. That that is their second best album. You're so I, basic. You're saying I'm basic. You, you fucking are basic put four because so you, high. because oh because of the fact that you just. Oh, I hear it on the radio all the time, so I, I can't like it. Uh, uh. You're so basic. I swear to God. I I really do have a like a love hate relationship with this one though. Because like, you this don't album, like it. This album is I don't. <laughs> I want to put this lower. I do because these songs are fucking cheesy. And like this is their most played album. Like most of these songs are played everywhere. You hear me in the fucking grocery store. Mm-hmm. As I'm shopping for like tomatoes, I hear tomatoes. rock and roll. <laughs> As I'm shopping for potatoes, I hear stairway. But even still, these songs are fucking bangers. Oh, I was Dude, hoping you one more rhyme. I can't get anything else. <laughs> tomatoes, potatoes, that's all I got. Dude, when I hear rock and roll, I legit like want to just like air guitar and fucking rock and roll and that bottom intro is just It's good. It's great. No, it's orgasmic. It's unbelievable. But I'm gonna get even more basic right here. My favorite song from here is fucking Stairway. Oh, you're so Stairway is so good. Everything about Stairway is absolutely (laughs) perfect. That is a perfect song, and I have zero problem listening to Stairway in my car, loud with my windows down. And I'll fucking <laughs> I'll I'll play every instrument too, and I'll even sing. I'll you play I'll, the flute I'll, too. 
I'll even do the JPJ parts. I don't care. I'll do it all. Because Stairway is a perfect fucking song. And <laughs> and it flows just 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 absolutely flawlessly. And don't uh, forget, too, the fucking gatefold, man. Like now that I'm, the, now that we're into vinyls, the mm-hmm. gatefold you open it up and it's just that that iconic statue of whatever oh, the it? fuck it know. is. Yeah, that, yeah. You open the gatefold and it's vertical, and and it's that that you know that stairway statue where he's holding the lantern on top of the hill. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, dude, it's just so fucking that is, cool. That is really rad artwork, though. I've I've always loved that artwork. Four is just it's just unbelievable. It's just, it's crazy that these guys can continuously put out music that is still in the same vein but vastly different. Do you love do you love the part in Stairway when when like after the clean parts over and it goes da na na da na na yes and it's a little slow part like that too absolutely. And then, and then oh, the shit. and the ending part was like, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. You let it ring out, and then do 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 do. Oh my god, dude! And then isn't there the gong at the end, or is that is that just Queen? Am I thinking of? There could be a gong. I don't know. <laughs> is there a gong? I'm exhausted by the end of Stairway. To be honest, <laughs> I cannot I cannot just sit back and listen to Stairway and not. Because for the longest time, like when you learn to play guitar, you learn most of the of the first third of Stairway. What you trying so to? It, it, it's hard for me not to like sit back and then pretend I still know how to play Stairway, <laughs> and then do like the drum parts, and then sing, and then do everything else. I just I can't do it. So I'm exhausted by the time the seven and a half minute mark comes around. I can imagine. I can imagine. God, Stairway is so fucking good, dude. You're so you you just you're trying way too hard not to be, as you call it, basic. Oh, but you fuck. know it's a good song. You know it's not just a good song. You know it's a fantastic song. Oh, it's it not a just fantastic a fantastic song. song. It is a perfect song. It's arguably the greatest, most recognized rock song of all time. Maybe only behind like Back in Black, or mm. or Smoke on the Rotter. Well, it's better than those two songs for sure. I mean, I, I've, even, I've never really been a argument. big fan of Back in Black. Just saying. Well, it's I mean it's still a good song, but uh, yeah. Okay. All right, what you guys number two? No, number two for you is, is is Led Zeppelin two. So go ahead, and then we'll get to our number ones. It's true. You're right. Led Zeppelin yeah. two is my number one. I know. Or my number two. Sorry. Fuck. I know. I two is my two. One, two is my two. Two is my two. You hate two, so that's fine. I mean, this is this this album's a banger from start to finish. I mean, there's no there's no letting up on here. Uh, uh, my favorite. <laughs> I don't even know oh, what. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. My favorite Zeppelin song is on here, and it is a cover, but it, it's it's the Lemon song. I, it's just you, you can't you can't fuck with this song. Every every member shines in this song, and it's it's absolutely perfect. But then Living Loving Made, another fucking banger. Ramble on Moby Dick. Oh, Moby Dick's a banger too. With that drum solo, uh, there are just so many good, amazing parts of this album. It's tough. It's tough to rank it at two because it should be number one. But sorry, it's just not gonna happen. Damn. Just well, not I mean, two is a banger at, though. At least you know. At least you know your your rankings are 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 dumb. <laughs> so that's that's fine though. That's cool. <laughs> Such a yeah. Mess. So, so why is uh, number two your favorite? 
Because they brought the heat, man. They brought the heat with one. Everyone was like, oh, damn, these guys are pretty good. I wonder what they'll do next. And then it was like, oh, damn, they brought it even more. Holy shit. Everyone was just blown out of the water. If I had to, like, dude, this album is perfect. I, and, like, I, I always try and find faults in things. So, yeah. like, I, I can't, I don't rank them as perfect, even though I think two and four are both perfect albums. I, I try and find faults and I did. I just can't like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if there are any faults in this album, but like right, right from the get go on like whole lot of love. It's just plant who is usually my least favorite part of Zeppelin. Really? Kills it. Fucking brings the heat, brings it, kills it. Shows <laughs> me that I can like singers and I can like vocals and, and it's okay. It's fine. And plus, like this, this album not only has every member basically kind of have their own song and they shine in it, mm-hmm. but all the other songs, that's, that's all of them shining together. And then you get other songs later on, like Stairway, and it's like, okay, well, Jim Page is just wanking the whole fucking time. And, but, like, but on two, this is a good team effort. And in very much like blues, jazzy style, it says, okay, Page. Let's let's hear your solo on Heartbreaker. Okay, Bonham. Let's 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 hear your shit on Moby Dick, and like that's that's what I love about this is it's so, it's so in that vein. It's so fun. It's just a bunch of kids just having a great time, and it translates so well. And a lot of it is kind of sloppy. A lot of it is not. It's it's very technical, but it's not executed to a T. It is not. It's it's not perfect. It's not like you hear Clapton. When Clapton plays, it's just fucking flawless. Like, there are some <laughs> things here that just, like, um, you could have done that a little bit faster. Or, like, maybe you went a little too fast there. But fuck, man. This is a perfect album. Our, no, take it back. <laughs> take it back. Take it back, y'all, y'all. This is the second greatest album that has ever graced this earth. Only after Pinkerton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pinkerton and then Led, Ze- Led Zeppelin 2. Wow. Led Zeppelin 2? Yeah, this, this, is the, this is the second greatest album that has, ever, that, has ever been, that has ever been done by human hands. See, I would have thought Cosmos Factory would have been number two. That's but. number three. Oh, man. It's That's constantly going to change. Where does, I, can uh, tell you, I can tell you four and five. What are four and five? I'd love to know. Wait, what, what do you four think and four are? and five are? Four is going to be Toy Page. Ooh, close. And then five is going to be, well, it's Toy Page is either going to be four or five. And then I'm going to say Bouncing Souls Maniacal Laughter. No, not Maniacal Laughter. Get the fuck out of here. Wait, not, oh, How I Spend My Summer Vacation? No, I'm just kidding. Maniacal Laughter is number four. Yeah, and number five, <laughs> <laughs> and number five is actually When Your Heart Says Beating. What? Yes. What? Dude, yeah. you were. I Dude, I've I, I I've always not always, but ever in in more in the past like eight years, I've thought that when your heart stops beating is better than anything Blink's ever done. <sighs> I just what what goes through your mind? <laughs> what what goes through your mind? Where? Okay, so the more important question is where does neighborhood stand? I'll oh, get the fuck out of here. That's not <laughs> on my list. If I even have a list, I'm gonna make a list actually tonight of all my top stuffs. Like you I'm doing pick, it. Like your your top twenty bands, and then your top two albums from those twenty bands, and then rank the those fuck? forty That's albums. So, no, I'm doing no. All I'm doing is top five albums, top five artists, 
top five songs, and then I'll, I'll, I'll do top five MCs to rappers, and then I'll do top five vocalists, guitarists, bass players, drummers. Damn. I'm doing it. I'll do it too. I'll do it with you. And then yeah. we'll, we'll show who's who has better tastes. The superior top I mean, we five. already know it's me, but yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Led Zeppelin 2, second greatest album of all time. <sighs> Fucking idiot. And for future generations too. It's 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 already it's bought its place, so it's it's <laughs> gonna stay there. Okay. I mean this calls for a pee break. And I own it on vinyl. You do. I Correct. Do. I will eventually own it on vinyl. You should already, but that's fine. All right, if you didn't know at by this point, uh after Jeff said that his favorite album for whatever reason is two. Uh, my favorite album and the album we're doing this week on the pod is Houses of the Holy. Led Zeppelin formed in London, England in August of 1968 by Jimmy Page on guitars, Robert Plant on vocals, John Paul Jones on on bass, and John Bonham on drums. They've put out eight, oh, dude, they've put out eight albums, four live albums, ten compilations, and have sold over 300 million records worldwide. That's a lot of records. But the album we're doing today is their best record. Uh, it's called Houses of the Holy. Uh, it's their fifth album, and it was released March 28, 1978. It features all the original members, I said above. And as far as I know, it's, so, it's sold well over, well, well over 13 million copies worldwide. <laughs> so much. And it's truly remarkable for a truly remarkable band. It's astonishing how everybody likes Led Zeppelin. Like... I don't know anybody who dislikes this fucking band. It's yeah. Insane. It's absolutely insane. It's it's something to be said about the test of time that Led Zeppelin defeated 
in the 70s. They, <laughs> they established themselves a timeless band in the 70s with music that is not, that's not for everybody. Like, like the Beatles, we could, you know, the Beatles and Elvis and the Beach Boys and even the Stones. It's very poppy. It's very accessible. It's very easy to listen to. But Zeppelin's not the same way. Zeppelin is very complex. Zeppelin is very, is very edgy. It's very heavy at times. So the fact that everybody likes it, and that's a fact. That's objective. I've talked to everybody, and they like it. It's, it's weird. It's, it's crazy. True. It's a lot of conversations, but you've done it. Yeah. You have done it. Well, what are your, what are your first impressions on Zeppelin and, and this record in particular? Because I, for whatever reason thought this was always your favorite but apparently that's not the case we've done the pod like in the new format and we i i specifically made us do two because it was my favorite <laughs> so i don't know where you got the idea the house of the holy was but no this was this was my number two i dropped <laughs> i dropped to my number three because i think vor is a fucking banger 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 banger, uh, banger, banger, so banger. Wrong, i don't know man my initial thoughts i don't i honestly don't know the first time I heard this album, I remember the first time I heard Over the Hills and Far Away, and that was when I was trying to get into, I, I had already been playing the guitar for you know a week, and I was like, yeah, I like Dashboard a lot, but I kind of want to get into like other good stuff. And so I just, I was just, I don't know, I, somehow I came across Over the Hills and Far Away, and even this week I tried to, because I, I used to play it pretty well, not mm-hmm. like not like page well, but I used to play it well enough to where you could understand what it is and I could play it along in time with the song. And so I tried, I tried to play it again this week and I, I, there's no way. There's no fucking way. Like, absolutely no way. But somehow Over the Hills and Far Away was my introduction kind of to, to liking Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. I've heard songs before, but Over the Hills and Far Away was the gateway for me to say, wow, I love this song. And it's still my favorite Zeppelin song to this day. To right now. <laughs> and so that was a song that was like, okay, maybe I should give this band a chance. And then once I did give them a chance, it just never looked back. Yeah. Never looked back. Never looked back. Never been the same since. No, truly, truly never have. And I, I, I think Bonham, I mean... Bonham is my favorite drummer of all time, and Paige what? is my favorite guitarist of all time. What? I, uh, dude, you're so basic. Bonham has that style that I like. I <laughs> I like that basic style. I like that that he just uses a lot of toms, and 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 his his style is is tom playing. I love it. I dig it. And Paige, I think, is the most versatile guitarist that ever lived. Wow, that's. I mean, that's yeah, Van Halen or Eddie can can rip faster, and Ingve can rip faster. But no one's got no one in that in that respect has got the blues. They got the heart like Page does. There are other guys that are more technical. Clapton's Clapton's a lot cleaner. Clapton's a lot more polished. But damn, I, I've I've never got behind Cream because of Clapton. Yeah, but, but uh, Page I wouldn't say he's the weakest part. But. He's not the weakest part. But he's not the reason why I would listen to Cream. But Paige, man, Paige is Paige can do everything. All of your favorite, all y'all out there, all of your favorite guitarists, Paige can do it just as good, maybe even better than they can. <laughs> everything except the super technical players, which he can't do because he's a sloppy player. 
but that gives him his character and his that's him that's uh, well, jimmy page i don't know any super technical guys that that can that can blow page out of the water i think page can hang with anybody no. he can't he may not be able to keep up after a while but page can hang with anybody i think he has like one of the best grooves for sure I don't know. I mean, I, I think Jimmy Page is just a remarkable guitar player, but I, I don't know. If, I think I, I might put him in my top five. I think I'm. Wow, I think I what the fuck? Five. Why no, would, I would you I not would. put him in your top five? No, I would put him above Hendrix for sure. I put him up. I put him above Clapton, Steve Ray Vaughan. Are, are we speaking like our favorites or just like objectively? Who well, you I mean, think it depends. It depends. Are you are you speaking objectively or are you speaking? No, I'm speaking like purely. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to speak. I think objectively, Paige is top five of all time. I mean, that's that is hard to deny. I think. But I think. I think, Hendrix, I think you're making you're making it more influential. No, than, he's not number one subjectively, but objectively, I, mean, I think he's top five. But my yeah. personal favorite guitarist. He's number one. But don't forget, I got Bradley Knoll in my top five as well. I got Jack White in my top five as well. <laughs> Jack White is like the poor man's version of Jimmy Page. But not, I mean, that's not denying he's a great guitar player because he is, but. I, I think I think he has a better songwriting style he, because it, he's it a, speaks he's, to the poor man. He's Jimmy Page light. That's what, that's, that's Jack White. Jimmy Page light. Don't, don't be over here rhyming and shit like, like you got hey. something to say. It's the way she goes. All it's right. the way she goes. All right. But, <laughs> but my first impressions with Zeppelin were uh, were through my mom. She she liked she loved Zeppelin growing up. So we never really had. I think we might have had like four, and maybe one or two, but we pretty much just had like a bunch of like Zeppelin comps, and then so we would just listen to Zeppelin. My mom listened to them a lot, and uh, so yeah, that was kind of like my my whole first impression on that, and then. In high school, I got really into into them because of Days of Confused, because I was watching like MTV. I was watching one of the MTV channels, like one of the newer ones that came out back then, and they showed the live version from uh, fucking what's the what's the not song remains the same. What's the other movie? What was the one with the the sand and the blue sky? Oh, that that DVD box set. Yeah, the DVD box set. Fuck, what was that? Was that I not the song remains the same? No, song remains the same. Was an actual movie, like inter intermixed with like live performances. But but anyway, so yeah, this MTV channel was like pretty much playing that, and Days and Confused came on, and that's when I was like, "Fuck, dude, this band is absolutely amazing." And then I got really into them, like probably like sophomore year of high school. Super super into Zeppelin, and then I got Houses of the Holy for Christmas. I asked for it for Christmas. And I, that was like my senior year, I think, in high school. I got Houses of the Holy, and then that's just... It wasn't my favorite off the bat, but over time, it became my favorite record of theirs. Solid stuff. But yeah, no, I, I grew up... I, I, const, I mean, I grew up around Zeppelin. Like, that was the main band. It was like Zeppelin, Queen, and Rush. Those are like the three bands that my mom listened to consistently growing up. And Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent as well. You don't have any 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 OKs on this one. You think this is this is a masterpiece? Is there you, are there are no stinkers and there are no OK songs. Everything is good, if not great. I mean, and even the good songs are like on the border of tipping over to great. So I mean, clearly you're going to give this a perfect score. I mean, so maybe let me. I'm just going to give you the two songs that were the reason. <laughs> 
that I listed this as number three because this was hard going between two, four, and, and, and houses. It was, it was diff. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that. Two was an easy choice. <laughs> but I really tried to look for faults and I found zero. But going between four and houses, trying to flip those two, it was, it was hard. And so it, it essentially came down to me actually physically writing out in pencil the tracks and saying, okay, no, this one's untouchable. No, this one's untouchable. And it came down to two songs on houses. What those, are they? Those two songs were The Crunch and Dancing Days. Those are the two songs <sighs> that made this number you're three. You're even more basic. Two. Oh, you're even more basic than I even ever knew. Because those were the two songs that were the most criticized when this album came out by by like popular critics that, of the day. No, that is not entirely true. That is they, pretty they, much entirely. They criticized true. "Over the Hills and Far Away," which is no, my it was yes, more. They did. It was more the no, it was more the crunch they and criti- dancing days. They criticized "Over the Hills and Far Away" because it's like the same shit they've done over and over and over and over. Didn't go anywhere. It was boring. It was it was it was too much wanking. It was it was too much modulations and too much effects there was no substance there but but yeah i i agree the crunch should be criticized it's it's it's, <laughs> it's good so it's silly. a it's a good song but this is a this is an in-house joke song and it should have stayed as that this this should have been released as like a you waving the hands around i know you no I'm, i didn't do anything i, I moved the mic so I can, oh. so I can like sit up and like yell so at you. you oh, <laughs> <laughs> get in position. Okay, okay. Yeah, the crunch is is essentially an in-house joke song. It's just them jamming, and I wish that they didn't put it on record because it doesn't. It just doesn't flow. It doesn't flow coming over, coming off of. I, I read over the hills, but coming after over the hills and far away, and then even before dancing days. Like it's just weird. It's a weird pacing. It's it's a little. But again, I'm just I'm trying to find faults. <laughs> I'm trying to find faults just to justify why four beat House of the Holy. And again, this is getting minimum two point eight. I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> this is getting minimum two point eight. Oh God. I mean, yeah, the crunch and dancing days. Dancing days was was definitely the one that was criticized more. I think, I think it was. But either way. The crunch and dancing days were 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 the most criticized at the time, but they're still fucking bangers, dude. Okay, let, let, let's touch upon the crunch real quick. First of all, this is my number five banger on this album. Fucking stupid guy. Uh, it's I mean it's easily the, <laughs> it, it's easily the funkiest song on the record. I love it well, because it's, it, it's the only funky song on the record. And well, it's, okay, it's, so it's, yeah, so so why are you? It, it is purposely the song. so. Okay, that's fine. So they they the song was essentially just a tribute to James Brown, which is like really cool in itself, and dude, they fucking killed it. Like they they did such like a rad job of of kind of taking inspiration and just making like a cool fun song. Like they don't make a lot of fun songs, and when they did with this one, it turned out so well. Like you, the band doesn't have to be completely serious all the time for them to be good, and I felt like this is them like letting their hair down. Like literally and figuratively, they let their hair down, and they fucking wrote this song. So, it's it's a banger, and that bassline, fucking John Paul Jones bassline in this, fucking is 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 great. It's the it's his best bass playing on the whole record. I'll say it right now, oh, oh, easy, tiger. On the easy tiger, best easy bass tiger, easy tiger. 
on this record. That, that is entirely inaccurate. That's entirely <laughs> inaccurate. This this was the, this was the B side too. Now now I'm all into like vinyls, and so I look at it like, what was this the B side to? Because I know this was a B side, and sure as shit, this was a B side to Dire Maker or Jamaica. This was the B side to it. Rightfully so. <sighs> God, no, 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 no. And what was cool, like what I was reading like more into it and I I didn't and like I didn't know this and then after reading it and then listening to it, I could hear it more and it makes sense. But in, in the crunch, the way uh John Bonham was playing the drums was that it would kind of like go off timing because normally the, the, the song was in a four four time signature, but every every couple lines or every few lines or something like that, uh he would add he would add like an like an extra like beat to it just to just when Robert Plant like says hey or something like it's something weird like that whenever like he says hey at certain parts Bonham would like throw in an extra beat to make it off time or throw it into a different time signature but then somehow like loop it back to where it would still make sense in a four four and then like listening to it you can hear that like that brief very very brief awkwardness but for but somehow the band held it together and it just like flows somehow it fucking flows but it should have been like a sloppy mistake but it works and i don't get it it's because this band is a super group this band is is (laughs) like they are the original super group every single one of these guys were good before zeppelin whether it be like other bands or studio musicians these guys were good before it and they came out of kind of like out of hiding Informed informed Zeppelin, and then one, and the reason why I listed it so low is just because like one was like it was a banger of an album, but like compared to Houses of the Holy, like what the fuck? Like they really found their groove. They really they really connected with each other, not just on like a, a musical level, but like on a personal level. They became like true brothers, and they fed off each other. And I mean that's why I like two so much, but. But the crunch, man, the the crunch is just the crunch is. It's the just them having uh, fun, dude. Just like relax and just let them have some have some fun for once, you know. What's it's, wrong with having fun? I know I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. That's why this song was made. It was them having fun, saying like, "Let I mean, we love James Brown, so let's." So are like, you are you saying that just because they had fun, it automatically makes a song great? No, I'm not saying it's the greatest oh, song okay. on the record. Or the greatest song that they've well, done. It's no. not. It's your sixth banger, and there's only eight it's songs. My, it's my five banger. So this is it's your my bottom five banger. half. I'm this sorry, it's my five banger. It, it's my five banger. But get you it right, six, or pay so the price. Fine. You said six the first time, but that's fine. I did not say six the first Ooh, time. I said five. This will be a good one. You'll listen to this one. You'll I'll listen to it, and I and I know I said five banger. Like you have this, you have this idea where like you were right once, and you've never been right since. We've only had three of these. We've had like five of them. No, it's only been three. And I was right the first time, and even right the the next two times. Yeah, so I'm winning. Fourth time, you are winning. Yeah, so what? But you're not going to win this one. You said this was your sixth banger. No, it's my fifth banger. Anyway, it's still in your top. It's still in your bottom half. I don't care. It's still a fucking banger. What is your? What what is your? I don't want to talk about that anymore because there's (laughs) way better songs on this album. What what is what is what is your BB? What is your what is your biggest banger? Over the hills and far away. Come on, dude. Oh, you're you're a cuck. Oh, you're dude. You're the same way, dude. (laughs) Over the Hills is their second best song. Dude, the reason why I bought my Ovation guitar was so I could play Over the Hills better. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it for like two days until I broke my guitar. Oh, God. Because you dropped it. Yeah, I dropped go. it. But yeah, Over the Hills and Far Away, that is my BB. That is my that is my biggest banger. It is a, 
it is a perfect song order. It is a perfect sequencing. Yes. It is absolutely beautiful how the first how the how the first three and then skip a couple and then the rest of it play out. How everything just plays out. I think it's absolutely perfect. And and this intro is is so much page. Like six string guitar with a twelve string backup. And and again, like if I had to choose a member that I I like least, it's always gonna be plant. Yeah. He but but he kills it on this one. Like it's I I love his vocals. And this song is just like a playful banter between Plant and Page and, and Bottom and JPJ are just there supporting that team up. Like they know that their place is just let those two dudes do their thing because it's so playful. It's so it's so fun. It's so airy. It's so light. It's so it's so cute. The the way Plant and 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 Paige play off each other. It's it's so great. It's beautiful. It is. And what a, what a cool build up, you know, with all the acoustic guitars and then well, it's not even a build up. It just fucking happens. You know, where everybody just comes in at once and it turns into this like just rocking song. Ah, oh, it's so good. But that acoustic but the acoustic part really makes it really makes it what it is. So. But that's like the, like the, the fact that he rushes so many of those notes to get him in in time. It sounds sloppy. It's it sounds like dude you just omit one note and it'll flow better. But, but I think because, that was what? But because he can he can he can fuck all of those notes into that that little bit of time frame and pull it off like it works and not a lot of people can add like the, like the more things you add the more complex music tends to get unless you're really really good mm-hmm. it just gets it, gets it just gets convoluted it gets lost it gets lost in its complexity whereas zeppelin gets better in its complexity and and i still think that the intro of this sounds semi sloppy but it's because of that sloppiness and that over complexity which is why this song is one of the greatest of all time and what I think, I mean, maybe I'm I'm just overthinking this, but I feel like, especially in this song, Over the Hills and Far Away, with all the, the acoustic stuff that happens in this, I feel like that was all done by accident. It was like a happy accident, but it was all done because uh, um, Jimmy Page didn't know what he was doing. Because if you kind of look at how this, this album was written, it was written mainly because it, at this point, Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones actually had built their own home studios. So several of the songs, they came into this record already. Jimmy Page had come into this record already having the, the songs composed and recorded and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like it was his his own kind of like him being a novice when it comes to engineering his own music. That's why we kind of get that that sloppiness of the acoustic acoustic guitars because this is when he was like started to experiment with like uh layering different guitars and different sounds and everything like that like you really really started to hear it on this record and then as you know more records came out after this you heard it more and more but this is like that weird this is the album that that had that weird transition between like the classic let's just you know record what we what we what we've written right here on the spot and then that's it but this is the first time like they actually like we're doing stuff and thinking outside of the box and i think a lot of the sloppiness is because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing and i thought i thought it was i thought that's great like because it worked so well like it was 
like I said, a happy accident. Dude, I, I, I agree. I, I think Zeppelin is, is at their best when they bring nothing to the table and then leave with two, with Houses of the Holy, with things like that. I, I think four is great, but it is very polished. It is very standard, but it's still a great album. But, but, but I, four, I, 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 but four I is like, like a, like a it, four to me is like a first thought, best thought. I feel like they, they were, it was, I mean, I hate that term because Feldy uses it all the time and that bothers me a lot, but I feel like that's what four was. It was just like, this is, because four is pretty like, when you, when you think about it, the songs are great. Yeah. But they're also very kind of like, it's a very kind of stripped down album, kind of like Presence was. Like Presence was them trying to like recapture four, but not doing it as well. But Houses of the Holy was them was them experimenting more. It was them moving into that cottage in Wales and writing a lot of the music there uh, and then taking it to like Electric Ladyland and, and the various other studios and the Rolling Stone or Mick Jagger's mansion they, they recorded some of it in. So I feel like this this album was like the old, the first one that was really truly thought out. But it's still better than four and two. Sure. Still <laughs> fuck out of here. Don't, don't forget, Plant was 25 when this came out. Page was 29, JPJ was 27, and Bonham was 25 when this came out. They <laughs> were only crazy. younger for the first four. It is, uh, I, I have no words. These guys have no idea who they fucking even were. It's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. It's, I, it's disgusting. It, it really is. is. It's it, gross. No, I know. I, I agree. It's, it's gross, and, and, and it's almost some weird like Illuminati shit because no one nobody should be this good I, at I 25 know. years old. I know. I, I agree. I totally agree with you. Old, and then some of the, uh, like the original, the original title of this song was actually called many, many times. And then from what I kind of read and then reading the lyrics too, they, they took a lot of inspiration from, uh, Jared Tolkien's poem, uh, over old hills and far away. And there's like even parts where some people think like he's referring to like um, the Hobbit and Bilbo Baggins, and it's an interesting little theory. But there's I don't know. there's another word I like I like learning more about like poetic literary devices or literally term literary literary wow literary what was that word I couldn't say the other fucking week oh it was uh fuck what was that I it was so it was, good I could not say it. Yeah, there, 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 there's another word I learned, but it's it's anaphoria or anaphoria, anaphoria, uh-huh. and that is that is uh, that is using that is using something over and over to like help emphasize a point. And in this one, where he says like many times, many times, many times, many times, many times, he does that, say that a lot. Yeah, he he actually says it many times, <laughs> uh, but then he's kind of. He's emphasizing that point of many times, and and there are like lyrically, this is my favorite Led Zeppelin is is Houses of the Holy. Hmm. Okay. I thought because two was really good, but lyrically, lyrically not. No, no. Lyrically, this is my favorite Led Zeppelin, and the first three songs I think are my favorite parts lyrically of this mm-hmm. of this album. But 
I like that he. I, I like that I know that word now and, and know like how to how to recognize it and see it. That anaphoria, where he constantly uses many times, many times to to emphasize that point. And I think the song is 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 just. He's also a lot deeper than I gave him credit for because when we did two, I focused so much on the music. Yeah. Because I love it and it's like I think it's absolutely perfect. And so lyrics came second. But on this one I really tried to like get into his lyrics because Brandon Boyd was so much deeper than I ever gave him credit to. Yeah. And so was Plant, man. Like Plant Plant was so much deeper and so much more basic and so much easier and so much more poetic than I than I ever like kind of gave him credit for. And and this one, like Over the Hills and, and, and Far Away, this is this is like many people have dreams and many people miss out on those dreams due to fear or, or complacency in life. Mm. But he doesn't fucking care. And I think the song structure perfectly complements like his lyrics. The way it goes from like the acoustic and it's just it's 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 easy and he's kind of just telling a story, then it builds up and like that's the that's the you know, the the apex, the 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 high point of his story and then it bleeds out into that outro man and that fucking outro <laughs> oh god it's so fucking good the song is great let me let me read you the outro from from the perspective of somebody who probably knows anything about music which which i don't so 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 here here it is here it is here it is okay here For, it is. For the music heads, in the final eight bars, Page executes a literally descending slash ascending sequence and then concludes with the idiomatic 5-1 cadence on synth imitating a pedal steel guitar. What? I don't know what the fuck that means, but if you just said, oh, it's the outro from Over the Hills, gotcha. Fucking gotcha. <laughs> so <laughs> so for any true heads out there that have taken any kind of musical theory, I, I, I would I would hope there's somebody out there that's oh yeah, I, I get it now. Like that would be dope, but I have no idea what the fuck that means. But <laughs> because that is so complex, I love fucking Led Zeppelin. I that's oh my god, I love Jimmy Page. I love this song. Unbelievable. I mean it's truly a it's truly a banger. I mean, absolutely through and through. So here's a little bit of uh, Over the Hills and Far Away for you.
All right, there you go. Over the hills and far away from the Led Zeppelins. Banger, 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 banger. I, as, as, as everybody probably knows, I don't like solos. I think solos are dumb. I don't like, I just don't like solos. And the reason why I don't like solos is because nobody can do it like Jimmy Page can. Or Eddie Van Halen can, or Omar Rodriguez Lopez can, or Santana Easy can. Tiger, easy Tiger. But if you just throw Omar Rodriguez Lopez, Ayala, and Gonzalez in the middle of that fucking sentence, get out of here. Got him. No, they, that that no that that is the reason why I don't like solos is because Zeppelin has the best solos out of any any like band that I think of. You're, you're conventional because Santana, their solos are more. That's more part of the song. It's just it's just a jam sesh. It's, and so it's not a not a conventional solo where let's stop the song and now it's your turn to solo. Like mm-hmm. Page does all the time. Like Zeppelin does a lot. And and but I love it. I, I I think I think Page's solos are always fresh. They're always they're always so different from each other. They're always so 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 unique sounding. And you could hear a Jimmy Page solo and think that's from X song or that is from Y song. Yeah. That's True. what I love. That's what I love. I mean, we can go on more about Over the Hills and Far Away, but let, let's move on. What, what's your What's your two B? Because we already played my two B. So, what was your two B? Song remains the same. I mean, the opener. Oh. The opener is well, my my two B. So that's that's my five B. Really that low? That's surprising. It's, it's just because I had to do it. Oh, but it, mm, but it's a perfect song. I mean, no, it's uh, perfect opener. Perfect opener. No no quarter is my two B. My B two as I as I write it into my my notes. This one's very proggy, man. This is like the Mars Volta, dude. This is this is this has influenced countless bands throughout the decades. It's so dark and heavy. Plant's vocals are so fucking cool. He has like pre auto tune coolness in mm-hmm. this one. It's yeah. so rad, and it's such a weird song, and it's pretty heavy for having no really heavy parts. Yeah, the the drums are pretty subdued, and there's no crazy bass line. But it's that I think it's that fuzz, that fuzz on the guitar that gives it that that weird heaviness. And then the it's kind of like a creepy, mysterious sounding song too. So it yeah. adds to that darkness of it. It's just it's it's such a like a thematic song, mm-hmm. and I don't know, man. I, I I this is this is my second favorite after I I didn't think this was going to be my second favorite. But this ended up being my second one, and and like that bass, that bass is sort of like drones, mm-hmm. and allows the notes to to ring out so long, dude. And like Paige's solo on this one again, it's so fucking bluesy and it's so low in tone. But then later on, it gets like a little bit higher, and like, what are you doing? I, what? Yeah, I know. I, who, this, who said you could do this? I uh, this this one ended up being my my fourth my fourth banger on this, and I always thought this was this was like at the bottom of my list, but then really sitting down with it and then under like I've never really sat down and, and listened to the everything that's truly going on in it and it's it's a lot more complex than I feel like people really give it credit and it's one of the more complex songs on the record I feel it's 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 one of the it's another one of the songs that's a real departure just like um uh the crunches you know like the crunches like the the polar opposite of this song and that's kind of what gives this whole album its its charm because you have you have the the craziness of that, and then you have this song, like the most subdued thing. I think up until this, up until this point that they had done, and this is like very also like um, it reminds me of a uh, Black Sabbath, like early, 
Black Sabbath from their first record. It's weird. Lyrically and musically, it's very dark. The, the couple of my, one of my favorite lines is from this this song too. And it, it, it's when he says, "Walking side by side with the devil, or walking side by side with death, the devil mocks her every step." Because uh, this song is kind of about like going to war, knowing that you're probably not going to come home. Mm-hmm. Kind of that, like what I what I kind of connected with, like that Spartan attitude. Yeah, where where. And my and my whole Spartan lore comes from the movie Three Hundred, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and so Great like going, reference or mythological reference. Oh, completely one hundred percent unbiased, and <laughs> and and like going to war, knowing like you're not going to come home, but also everyone else at home that you left, they also know that you're probably not going to come home, and that that imagery of like literally like a ghost, like death themselves is. Is standing next to you, like rubbing his hands, like oh fuck yeah, I can't wait till that that arrow pierces your fucking skull, so I can take your soul. Like that is just that is so nasty. That is so dark. That is so fucked. Yeah. Oh, but it's so good. And a lot of and there there are moments in the song lyrically where he he references uh, like Norse mythology, uh, like when he when he the the line where he says uh, the winds of Thor are blowing cold. They're wearing steel that's bright and true. Like, I don't know. It's just, or and then the the line that precedes that is the snow falls hard and you and don't you know the winds of Thor are blowing cold. Like, they, a lot of people just say like, yeah, you can you can view this as like what you said the, like people going to war. But I feel like I don't. I feel like it's more literal in in his references to Norse myth, Norse mythology rather than just like the Vietnam Wars. Let's say. Because that was kind of what that was that was what was going on during this record, so I feel like I feel like the lyrics aren't too deep on this song, like it's more him just like telling the story than anything else like i I feel like you you shouldn't go any you shouldn't look any further than that. I don't think his lyrics are deep on any song i just i I think that the his delivery is it's 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 both complex and mm. In elementary, it's elementary in delivery, but complex in, in I don't know complexity. <laughs> Does that make sense? Ah, <laughs> oh, God! And then what, what I what I thought was really cool because so there, there are a couple of things besides the lyrics which I really which I like a lot. But uh, this is kind of one of the the few times where they put Plant's voice through like some crazy filters and effects. To where it's just it doesn't even really sound like him, like weird reverb and vibrato effects uh, that are that just they sound really cool in the context of this song, and then just the the guitar effects too. Like I, like there are certain points in the song where you're wondering, is this him actually playing the guitar with a bunch of effects, or is this like a mellotron, or is this some weird organ that he's playing? Like you can't really figure it out, and then the bass line. The, just that that writing bass line that goes throughout through most of the song, fucking killer, and then you have the piano solo during the during the breakdown, and then Jimmy Page comes in with the guitar solo playing over the piano solo. It's so fucking cool. See, that was that, that was kind of shit on too, like 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 JPJ's overusage of of instruments that he didn't need to be using, mm-hmm. and and at fir- I mean like the I feel like the biggest the biggest uh, offender of of 
whenever we talk about people hated it at first but then loved it over the years is Rolling Stone. Yeah, oh yeah, they they're like the biggest hypocrites. They're the fu- they're the fucking worst critics ever. And and I don't I don't know like why people still take them seriously. I don't well, that for sure, but I don't know why like why it's so cool to trash a band when they first come out and then later on say, "Well, I was wrong." Like, like, why can't you you just say like, "Oh, this is great," and later on say, "You know what? It lost its edge." Like, why is yeah. it always like they? Because Rolling Stone is this. I don't know. Maybe it's just like the articles I read, or Google knows me so well that they show me these articles. But it's like every <laughs> fucking time, not every time, but a lot of times I see the Rolling Stone. It's like they trash a band's release, and then decades later come to terms with how great it actually is. It's and because then, they they want to be cool, and like once people realize, oh. This album was actually really good. We shouldn't have listened to what Rolling Stone said. It's like they they it's like they backpedal with so many bands and albums and everything and it's just like pathetic. It's like it's just like shitty shitty it's not even journalism because it's all critics, but it's just it's them backpedaling like everything they ever say to to cool. fit to fit like what fans are saying so that they could sell more magazines or advertising or whatever, you know. Are we, are we journalism? Uh, we're beyond journalism. We're like, oh, we're BJ's. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Well, it's true. It's true. We are. We are BJ's. Oh my god. What is uh? Are, are we good with uh, no quarter? Yeah, I, I want to no play quarter? it. I I would play it, but it it to me this is a song that has to be played front to back. Like you have to play the entire thing. To really we'll get be, its vibe and and everything that it it's trying to get across, I agree. It, it's I think this whole album kind of tells a, a loose story, but loose. I think I, I think No Quarter definitely tells a story, and yeah. and you need to hear it. But like this whole album kind of deals with with just like emotion, like interpersonal emotions. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 No Quarter that was actually. I was I was looking into it a little bit more, and it was actually you. It's been used throughout history as just a way of saying "show them no mercy." That's what "no quarter" kind of means. So it was a nice like throwback. Like they they kind of they kind of do that. Like they they do like these like inside, not inside jokes, but like these these interesting references that a lot of people wouldn't know or they don't think that they know. So I thought that was interesting about "no quarter" as well. Well, I mean, like furthering on that because you're you're right, and that's that's what I saw, and I've heard this before. But the no quarter is when you take prisoners, you quarter those prisoners, right? That's that's mm-hmm. another term for housing prisoners. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take prisoners, so what do you, what do you do with prisoners you don't want to house or take care of? You execute them, yes. Which goes against like, dude, it's just like so many, not just like war type like treaties and stuff but just like a moral thing yeah well, absolutely like that's, like that's awful and so like no quarter just that concept and again like bleeding into like my husband because i think it, it's it's from the the standpoint of like a housewife the song mm-hmm. like lyrically and and so my husband is leaving and unless he comes back you know with 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 blood all over him he's not coming back because if he gets captured, he's dead. If he dies, obviously he dies. So yeah. it's, it's a very terrible situation. It's a very dark song. It's very, very dark. But 
I, I never I never knew that until this week. Like I never, I've always known it was a slower jam and this and that. But reading the lyrics, it it gives it a whole different depth than I initially thought. And I I, I mean I it's such a fucking banger, such a banger. Oh, yeah. I, like normally oh, I would have oh, put oh, this yeah. at like my least favorite song on the record, but it's definitely not that now. Definitely yeah. not. All right, what do you got? What do you got for your third banger? Uh, the rain song. Really? Okay. Yeah, the rain song is my is my third banger. Um, they've always done some really cool like acoustic stuff, and and I I love I love that like ending whine mm-hmm. after that that strummed riff. I think yeah. that's perfect. And I mean, for whatever it's worth, this was supposedly written in response to. To a George Harrison comment telling Bonham that Zeppelin never writes any ballads and like who gives a fuck, man? Beatles are dumb. Hey, who cares? Hey. Why the fuck would anybody listen? I guess if you are gonna listen to any one of the Beatles, the only one I would listen to would be George Harrison. <laughs> but even then, like fuck it, I don't really care. But JPJ, he plays the Mellotron to to kind of help fill out that sound. Yeah. And if this is their ballad. I'm down, man. <laughs> I'm, it, it I'm, is great. So, I'm so down. <laughs> it's so fucking good. This is a perfect fucking song. And this is one of the ones that I was talking about where like the lyrics, this is this is my favorite lyricism on the record. And your favorite some lyrics on the record. And some of my just, just how we present it. It's just very it's very poetic. It's 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 just like mindlessly singing along to them and, 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 and what I think the words like actually were before this and then reading the lyrics and like, holy shit, that's not, that's not what it was at all. And yeah. I, I, I like how he compares relationships to, to like the seasons and the weather. And it's, dude, it's so simple. It's so fucking dumb. It's so like <laughs> elementary. It's so, it's so poetry 101 it is but it's, but it's so, so beautiful <laughs> and and I'm, I'm not i'm not so sure like the point of the song is like the story of a of a breakup itself rather rather than like an introspective look at the role emotions play on relationships like the cyclical nature of relationships their ups and their downs yeah like at like those are guaranteed things to happen like the wind like like he says in the wind like the sun like the seasons like all of these things that are just like basic concepts, man. And he takes, I don't read a lot of poetry, but like the only thing I've ever really read were, were, were leaves or was leaves of grass by Walt Whitman. And there's a lot of stuff here that I, I can recognize from like that type of poetry. And like, it, I don't know, man, it's just, it's just, it's too easy. It's too easy. <laughs> and you think, like damn if like 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 Occam's razor, like that concept of 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 the most obvious explanation to whatever goes wrong is is usually the right thing. Like if something bad happens, the most obvious explanation for it is usually the right one. And mm-hmm. that's that's the same thing here. But like I don't want to say first first thought, best thought, but but the easiest thought. Like, yeah. dude, just just write down what a like a first grader would write. Oh. And then he did it. And then he just kind of expanded on it only a little bit. Only a little bit. And I think that, like, this song is, is the beauty comes from its simplicity in the lyrics. Yes. And, like, this is for sure my favorite lyrical song on this and possibly, like, 
one of my favorite lyrical songs of all Led Zeppelin. And that had to have been intentional because we all know that ballads are really cheesy and generally bad or just just whatever. And so you would want to give the ballad songs like the most kind of blatant kind of lyrics that you would ever that you would put on a song, you know, because it's it's meant to be for like mass audiences. And that's kind of what he did here. Like there's there's nothing crazy crazy nuanced about it or anything like that but i still really like the lyrics too but i'm i'm probably it's because i'm basic you know we're both pretty basic so that's why we like we like the lyrics on this one that's true it's yeah, really what it basic. is we are basic beezies yeah but you're i mean i i agree with you in that it's it's him relating the seasons to to a relationship and kind of i i take it in a i take it in a little bit different way where like he he consistently has like a relationship, bad relationship after bad relationship, but that's all on him and his own insecurities. So like when he, cause the beginning of the song talks about the winter. So that's about his depression about, you know, ruining his last relationship. But then the spring comes along and that's when he meets somebody new and that who he falls in love with and everything's great. The summer is like absolute bliss. It's perfect. The autumn comes and then he starts to second guess everything about himself and the relationship and then winter comes again and everything ends and it's ruined because of his own insecurities. And then it happened, starts all over again. So it's just this cycle of just him being insecure. That's, that's, that's kind of what I get from it on top of what you said, which mm-hmm. is slightly, you know, different, but whatever. But I, regardless, solid song, solid song. It's, I'm, no, Not their it's, best, it's 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 their third banger. It's, it's not. It's I, not. Okay, so like just it like away from the lyrics, but talking about the music, I I love I love the sound when Paige slow strums the chords. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds like he's strumming upwards, so the low E string is hit last, and so it kind of I don't know, man. It, it kind of gives like the high note first and ends on the low, rather than That's you start on the the low E string and the end on the high. To where you're building somebody up. This is like constantly breaking you down, subtly. Hmm. Doesn't always do it, but there's several times when he does it. It's, it's just little, little, little nuances, little subtleties like that. Well, even like the Mellotron too, that John Paul Jones plays. It's, it kind of sits there between the verses, and it. I always thought I always like that a lot too in this song. Is that it's, it's never up front, but it's there just to add enough atmosphere and character to the song. Dude, it's like that wall of sound, baby. But it's not the wall of sound. It's it, it is. It's is a complete wall of sound. Yeah. There's so much noise going on. There's mm-hmm. so many there are so many things that don't need to be there. There there are so there's so much like background noise. There's absolutely no dead silence. There's nothing. It's just you cannot get through it. It is it is it is crazy. Nah. It is it is it is intense. Nah. I don't know. I don't agree what with you that. What do you mean? Uh, I don't agree with that necessarily. But did you get, with this song, did you get like Hawaiian vibes with his guitar playing? No. I, I don't know. I did. Like the, he would end a lot of his 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 uh, his parts with like, he would kind of let it ring out a little bit, with but with like a little bit of a bend. And I, I don't know. I, I got a lot of like Hawaiian music vibes to parts oh, of the like, song. Like when, when some of the popular Hawaiian music will strum a chord and let the last note ring out ring out but like they also like bend it a little bit i don't even or maybe it's like an effect he uses 
I don't even know they if like, it's a bend. It's it's more of a bend before the last couple of notes are rung out, and then they just they let it bend back. To but do normal. you? Yeah, but do you understand what I'm saying? I understand I what you're saying. No, I, I understand where it's there, but I, when I said that he strums a chord upward rather than downwards, you're essentially pointing out that exact fact. Yeah, and but, saying you like that. Yeah, but but me saying that. No, but yeah, I guess I. What, you're a wiener. How am I a wiener? You're a wiener. It's also really cool. Let's 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 also make <laughs> note. Such an let's, idiot. You are. You're a wiener. I literally just said that, and you just like no, rephrased but, but it. But you didn't just say it because you're saying like, okay, he he's strumming he's strumming the opposite way, so from high to low. But I'm just saying like he's he's ending like a normal note, but he's bending it, but not necessarily on the lowest note. You didn't say it no lowest note oh or the God, high note though. Okay, but but so, you recognize that for he you was to call strumming me a, a chord. But for you to call me a wiener over that. No. Because you're you're basic. Like I'm, no, I'm getting, more I'm, basic I'm trying to get I'm trying to get deep here. You're way and, more and, basic. And than you're I saying this, the this song's out good. Get the sounds fuck out like, of here. Get the fuck out of here. I'm just Did saying I got some wine vibes. This or something. Get the fuck out. Come on, I just got I just got some wine vibes. Okay, get out of here. I'm a cool guy. But it's also it's also cool that that Paige would play his that iconic Gibson double neck. And he would go from this song, or the song remains the same, and then go into the rain song by using both necks. So he wouldn't change guitar; it would just immediately go into the next song. Mm-hmm. Love that, fantastic! Because <laughs> it's such a like, dude. Like on their own, these songs are both great, but together, dare they're you perfect. say they're perfect? Yeah, they are perfect. Oh, All right. So, boy, oh boy, what, what oh other boy. songs do you hate? What other songs do I hate, or what other songs do I love? No, you uh, you clearly don't like any of these songs. Well, let's they all let, sound Hawaiian let's go with let's like, go with my third banger. About let's go What's with my third banger. banger. Uh, do you know how to pronounce this song correctly? Yeah. What song is it? It's called Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my that's my third banger. Yeah. Right? Isn't that essentially what it's called? That that is yeah, essentially yeah. So take it away. What, What's okay. the story well, behind that one? Let's let let's start it from the beginning because up until this <laughs> week, I've called it Dire Maker. I have too. Until like two I'm days a, ago. Because I'm a cuck American, and apparently it's a it's a funny British joke, and it's not called Dire Maker. It's 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 really called Jamaica. Yeah, I know. And this is like everything that you would love. Well, tell tell the joke because this is like a, a you this is a Jeff joke right here. So so I knew I knew like I would have to do this, so I practiced my <laughs> my my English. I did, dude. I did. I practiced my my English. Our our our, our fan from from Birmingham and his in his voicemail um kind of kind of uh enlightening us of the different dialects of of I don't know, all the fucking English dialects that that there are and i thought there was one but now there's like infinity so the way i read this was in the queen's english as as he would say okay and and the joke the joke it's 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 hard because i all you have to kind of talk like this for that's fucking terrible that wasn't even good that was like like really bad australian how do you like like tea and crumpets. Okay, 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 okay. So the joke is the joke is because they have a, you know they they got that hard accent in, in, in England. It, it's it's my wife's going to the West. Fuck, that's coming out Australian again. 
<laughs> I, I legit practice this, man. I, I cannot believe probably, I can't even do this. But you probably this. practice it in Australian. I did. That's oh, probably true. Because there's no one there to correct me because I did it in private. <laughs> but the joke goes, my wife's gone to the West Indies. <laughs> and then, and then, like in an English accent, they they would say like, "Oh, Jamaica," like thinking like, "Oh, did they? Did she go to Jamaica?" And you're like, "Oh." I'm not gonna say it because <laughs> it's gonna sound terrible. But how about this? How about, how about this? Like, I'll, I'll did say, you make her? Do you make her? I'll Jamaica? say the. Jo- how about okay? So for the joke, we'll just do it in our normal, you know, Southern California accents. So I'll say the Jamaica part. You say the first and third line. All right. So my wife's gone to the West Indies. Jamaica? Nah, she wanted to go. <laughs> but the way they say Jamaica sounds like do you make her? And that's the name of the song. This is it's so not Dire Maker. It's Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh my God, it's so good. And then even I think Jimmy Page like did an interview like right after the song came out, assuming that everybody knew the joke, but nobody knew it, and nobody's pronounced it correctly ever since, unless you're from like a very small part of of England. Oh, but apparently it's a really very funny joke over there. But I've yeah, it's fucking. Uh, if that's what these people think is funny, then <laughs> I mean it is fun. I mean, come on, seriously, Jeff. This is like right up your fucking alley. This is the kind of joke that you would love. It's funny because it's it's like they're making fun of themselves, and like I dig that aspect of it. It's funny, <laughs> but as like a joke itself, like reading it, like that's that's not that's not funny. It's funny. I think it's funny. It's all right. But yeah, that's that's your that's your third banger? That's my third banger. Yeah, it it's like a straight like reggae dub vibe. They it was it's cool too because this is another one of the songs where or this is another part of the album where like they 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 touch upon like a, a genre of music and they really like get into it. Like it's not just they're inspired by it. like they they almost like kind of make a reggae song but in a Zeppelin style. I thought that was really cool. I think this is a, a, a solid banger right here. This is my uh, this is my sixth banger. Sixth banger, huh? Yeah this the, this song is a straight up like Chris Carabba sad crying song. <laughs> I mean lyrically, lyrically, like, yeah, no joke. But there's like nothing going on here lyrically. It's just like him whining. Just but yeah, dude. They're they're really diving into the reggae thing and and. And again, I had so much fun trying to try to say that joke, and I I really did practice it, but I couldn't do it. But listen to this story, all right? So I have a cool story with this. Okay. The very first time, I don't know if you were there, but I I know it was Ryan and I for sure. The very first strip club I ever went to was Taboo. Okay. The first song that was playing as we walked in there was Jamaica. Was it really? The next song that was playing was All of My Love. And then the next song that was playing was Break Stuff, because they're doing two song blocks. Yeah. You, you know, you pay for two songs. Yeah. And then the final song, the final four of the big four that I, I was like, wow, this is a cool place because they play cool music was Nookie, <laughs> of oh course. So, is dude, the first, the first time I ever went to a strip club, this was the first song that I ever heard. That's amazing. As I, like as we walked in, <laughs> so you know that's that's take that for what it's worth. But that was kind of interesting, I guess. That is pretty great. It's pretty damn great. Jamaica, Jamaica. <laughs> I just keep saying Australian. 
also John Paul Jones. Hey, also. He, he has said that he really doesn't like this song at all. And <laughs> he, he pretty much said that it started off as like a joke and nobody really took it seriously. But for whatever reason, it pretty much just ended up on the album. Like it kind of seemed like nobody really knew why it ended up on the album, but it did. And that's just where it sits. And I think that's cool too. Like this is like, this is like, this seems like the first album where like they were like truly the first and only album that was truly carefree. Like they were just kind of doing whatever the fuck they wanted. And like they were experimenting. This is what makes this album so good. Ah, it's great. I love this record. I love it. I mean, they do that with two, but yeah, that's fine. Well, I'm, I'm going to play a little bit of uh, <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> let's just it's, say Jamaica. It's called Jamaica. All right, let's play a little bit of Jamaica. Here we go. go jamaica from like will you forever call it jamaica now i can't i can't what are you gonna call it, then dire maker dire like, maker. clearly the wrong pronunciation I know, but of it's, it i know i i understand but i just i i don't know it's hard for me to bring myself to, to call it jamaica it's hard. i would call it jamaica for the purpose of of having a cool conversation true i mean that would be the only real reason why and you'd be a true head. You would be a true head. <laughs> By saying dire maker, you just make yourself sound like a cuck. I just can't believe, like, I never knew that. I never I, fucking dude, knew I, that. Same boat here. It's so bizarre. So fucking weird. Same with that song, Braun, Braun Your Soup, right? Fucking. I, yeah, how is that pronounced? Like, I don't I've, fucking know. <laughs> That's some Shire Hobbit thing. I don't know. Braun, Braun Your, Braun Your oh, Our shit. Soup. <laughs> Or stop. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying soup. <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit! All right, let's uh, let's talk about the the artwork real quick. What, what, how do you feel about the artwork? 
the cover art. I I love the artwork. I think this is this is arguably their best. I think so too. All of their albums and and like reading a little bit more into it. Not that it was just like there were two kids and and there were it was a long it was a long day of like photo shooting or whatever it is, but like where it was taken and and the legend behind it. And I think that like that's what really got me. Yeah. Because I, I, it's fantastic artwork. It is, and like the 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 not even the filters, but like how it was, processed like the film was processed and everything like that. Because it's only two kids, but on the cover there's like six kids, but it's like it's the same two, but just in different like areas of the the shot and like they they rejected certain versions of the original of this because like the colors were off. And this ended up being like the the final cover ended up being like the most fucked up one the the orange the traditional orange color ended up being the most fucked up and then I don't know I, I, it's weird and then I don't know if you read this but the because it was it was a boy and a girl on the cover and the boy I don't remember his name but he uh, I guess like they they did some like documentary back in 2010 where they did a documentary with him on this album but then they brought him back to to this site where the photos were taken and he he admitted that he had never ever listened to this record. That's fucking bullshit. I think that yeah. I think he's full of shit. I think so too because he said he never heard this record until that day when they played it for him on that documentary or whatever it was. I think it was a documentary. I think he's full of yeah. shit completely. I think 100%. so too. 100%. Like, especially being from England like come on dude. How can you have not like how how crazy are you to have never heard Zeppelin? It just makes no sense. It's it it's just a cool like it's I don't know man it's a cool place right so the the, the picture is from this this place called the Giants Causeway, in mm-hmm. in a causeway I guess, I guess is just just a road, mm-hmm. uh, just a fucking road that's built like above maybe a river or something I don't really know, a road's a fucking I think road. it's about right, but uh, it's it's this place in Northern Ireland that houses like forty thousand interlocking basalt columns. And and there's a lot of like legend with this and, and everything here and and that kind of also coincides with a lot of like the weird mythology that Zeppelin has always kind of been into. And and, and the legend has like a giant built this causeway to meet up with another giant just to throw down, just to fight. And the first giant that built it realized that he was gonna get fucked. And so like he retreated and destroyed the causeway on the way back to his home and the giant's name was Finn McCool or the proper mm. was, was Fionn like McCumhale. And okay. like the more I read about this guy, like the more I realized that one of my, if not my favorite cartoon of all time, adventure time, the main character is Finn and he's kind of like this, this loner, but he still has a bunch of friends that support him. So, like this, 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 this guy, he he led a clan of of Fianna, who were mm. forest dwelling mercenaries, essentially. And <laughs> and also, legend has it that Finn isn't really dead. He's you know that classic sleeping in a mountain. He's he's sleeping in a cave that is surrounded by and protected by his Fianna, his warriors, and yeah. he will awaken when this doored Fion. It's it's their war horn. When that is blown three times, he will awaken and come to save the people of that land. Damn. Fucking cool, man. 
<laughs> I didn't. I didn't know about. I didn't know oh, about any of that. Lord help me. I didn't read about any of that, but dude, why is mythology so weird but so fascinating at the same time? It's because there's so much of it, and and uh, like, I never heard of this fucking guy, and I yeah, don't even know I if this was either. intentional on, on Houses of the Holy, but it's just things were so. St- Stupid back then. People would just believe fucking anything. Fuck. People still believe anything. True. Who knows, man? Maybe in a thousand years, my coronavirus will be part of mythology. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. But mythology is always fun because it's just so you like you you think as 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 a as a modern educated man, you think this is so dumb. How could anybody believe this? Yeah, but are we really that educated? Who knows? <laughs> Clearly not. I mean, what, who knows what we've been told could be all fake and fabricated. You never know. Good science. times. Science is really is a religion. I follow science. That's it. I live, laugh, hope. You know, as 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 Valiant Thor said once in one of their songs, they said, "You believe in your thing, I'll believe in science." <laughs> there you go. That is a lyric. That is an actual lyric. In I, I believe in science. I I hate that lyric so much. But just anyway, sip my tea. Just 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 sipping it. Just just quick sip, quick sip. All right. Uh, do we talked about we talked about everything except the ocean? That was it. Well, that's my fourth but, yeah. banger. That what do you want to talk about that real quick? And I, we we'll, can do we'll it real quick. I I love that riff. Okay. I I it's so fun that Paige and JPJ. I had to breathe right mm-hmm. there. JPJ play it together. I think it's so damn cool. Plants vocals again, like his his solo is 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 cool. He has like a like a vocal solo. It's kind of like vaudeville esque. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really fit with anything else. Vaudeville esque. I don't I don't hear that. Yeah, open your ears, kid. You got to close this. Well, you can't see, me, but I'm closing your mouth, with my hands. You got to close this and open. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the song the, <laughs> the song changes towards the end and it gets it gets like poppy almost it gets it gets a little bit different it gets very oh, different shit. than North Quarter but JPJ's baseline man it's so fucking cool he just walks all over that thing and bottom bottom rides those cymbals like f- for constant noise he just he's yeah. constantly hitting those things he just won't shut the fuck up but it it creates a really fun full cool sound. I feel like the um the I feel like John Paul Jones and John Bonham were the most interesting part of this song because they were the only ones that that were continuing on with kind of like the theme of the rest of the record of trying to do something different. But Page and Plant, they were this this song feels like it could have possibly been on four. With the guitar riff being as heavy as it was, it was very much like a hard rock riff from like four. And then Page, I mean not Page, um, Robert Plant. I felt like his vocals were higher in this song than the rest of the record, very reminiscent of their early stuff. So it, it was, it was weird. This song was like an out to me. This song was the outlier on the record because it was the only one that didn't show that show them like kind of progressing. This is the only song that would like threw back to something prior. That being more specifically for, but that that's kind of how I felt about it. Interesting. Interesting that you think this song is the outlier and not the crunch. Because the crunch musically, lyrically, structurally, 
that is the outlier. I get but I'm it. Only... It's fun. It's great. They're jamming. They're having a good time. That is the outlier. But that's kind of like the whole the whole album, you know, as a whole. Like it's kind of them jamming. Like we were just talking about. What was it? Um, but none fucking, of it's fun. Uh, <laughs> but like Jamaica, you know that that song itself too was just like a throwaway song. But it's them kind of like jamming and having fun. And then Dancing Days was another one of those. Like it's this album was like full of its weird like quirkiness in a way. And then you get the ocean having it. Then that song is like is only the outlier because it's the only song that kind of like throws back to the previous album. That's, that's the only reason why, but not to say it's a bad, bad song. Cause it's not, but that's my, my thought on it, on that. It's kind of weird. I feel like if there was a fire, I would save my, my Zeppelin records and my, and my CCR records. <laughs> You're so fucking weird. <laughs> it's such a cool fucking record. They're such a cool band. What houses of the holy? Just Zeppelin in general, and I just—it's just—it's—it's it's astonishing that I can still learn so much, so much new things from so many listens. And every single time I listen, like I pick up something different, and not just like one or two things, but like the entire album will change. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's not something you get from from Imagine Dragons or. <laughs> Or, or Nickelback, Quicksilver, Messenger, or service. Twenty One Pilots, or shit like that, or Three Doors uh, Down, or Three Doors Down. Or but Bush. I mean, because I think we're at the no. Hey, <laughs> you're right though. But you're right about Bush. You're right about Bush. I can't even defend that. Like I said before, I can't even defend that band. I just can't do it. But I still like them for some reason. Uh, but before we wrap it up, I just I just wanted to to make mention of Eddie Kramer, the guy who engineered this record. He also engineered, I think, four other Zeppelin records. But he's also well known for working very closely with Jimi Hendrix. Uh, he engineered all of his records. He was like one of the the main reasons why Electric Ladyland Studios was even built. Like he was a big part of that. So I wanted to like throw him in there because he was such an important figure in the music industry at that time. And for him to work with Zeppelin was really cool too. But then he also worked with a lot of like shit, but, um, or okay stuff. But yeah, Zeppelin and Hendrix were like the big things for him. And him being a part of the Electric Ladyland Studios was, is huge in the creation of that. So I wanted to throw that out there. Eddie Kramer. And Hypnosis, the cover art was done by some art group, Hypnosis, and they've done a ton of artwork for classic bands like your boys Genesis, Black Sabbath, ACDC, and Sticks, baby. Pieces of eight. Fucking Just sticks. bought that album. Fucking Sticks. Love oh, sticks. I did I did write something. Fuck, what was it? Okay. This is what I uh, now that you brought up hypnosis, I did want to bring up Storm Thorgus Storm oh. Thorgerson. He was he originally was hired on to do the artwork for this record. And his if you don't know who he is, he he did he did a, a few of the the Pink Floyd like popular Pink Floyd records. Uh, he also did several of the Mars Volta records, but he's done a, like a lot of shit over the years. He's a very very well well known uh, artist. But uh, they they originally hired Storm to do this record, and um, originally it featured an electric green tennis court with a tennis racket. And then once they once they got his his finalized artwork, 
they were they were really offended by it because they thought that he was implying <laughs> that their music sounded like a racket, like just shit, and the band fired him because of it. That's so old school. Like what we're yeah. rat- like this this noise is just racket. <laughs> it's so dumb. Such a stupid insult. It's very, very silly, but I don't know. I thought that was interesting considering yeah. Storm Thorgerson is is so well known within the scene and just artwork in general. So I thought that was cool. Cool story. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. Okay, so we we good to wrap this up. Final thoughts and rating. Yeah. Let's let's wrap it up. Final thoughts, rating, whatever. Okay, so our rating system, we, we have a three point rating system where three is a perfect album. Two is a good album you're gonna continue to listen to. One's a bad album, but you should at least give it a shot so you don't sound like an idiot. And zero uh, you would rather have had your ears run over by a truck because it's that bad. Uh, what are your final thoughts and your rating on this one, Jeff? Go. I guess my final thoughts are um, I don't listen to Zeppelin a lot. Probably not as much as I probably should. And uh, every time, again, every time I listen to him, something new comes up, some new feelings. I pick up something new. There's some new nuance that that I, I can finally hear. They're just a very they're a very complex band, and and Houses of the Holy, although great, is not their best. But again, man, we're <laughs> you're just splitting hairs here at this point. Shut the fuck up, just just splitting hairs here at this point. And and honestly, like my final my final my final thing is I'm I'm gonna give this a perfect album. This is a perfect score. This is a three. This is a three out of a three. I don't know, man. This so, is your third favorite album, and this gets a perfect three from you. Sometimes Shocking. when we t- sometimes when we talk about the albums, they they raise in rankings. Yeah. Just because I get excited, and, I mean, you know, you we're drinking, we're talking, we're having a good time, having a good time, in. so you know it's. I don't know if this would be number two, but this is this is a perfect album, and and um, I cherish I cherish this on vinyl. I love my little vinyl. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what's that little Golem guy from Lord of the Rings? Is that his name? Gollum, yeah. Gollum, Gollum, yeah. got him, Gollum, got him. Yeah, I feel like Gollum hiding my my treasure, my precious. <laughs> it's just so cool, man. The cover art is so <laughs> rad. My my final thoughts. It's my favorite Zeppelin record. Obviously, their second best song is on this record. And I'm with you. I wish I'd listened to more Zeppelin. It just sometimes I just forget. But then when I come back to it, I'm just so like impressed. I'm so blown away by what I hear. And it's always a great time. I always enjoy myself. And uh I wanna thank I wanna thank Cheryl Rose for uh for this record because I do have this record on vinyl. I bought it used. Fuck is at Cheryl a local record Rose. store. I don't know, but her name her name is written on the front and back of the cover. She in, wrote her in, own fucking name on it? Or somebody wrote her name you on it. You stupid asshole. So thank you, Cheryl, for this That's for right. this fine record. For this fine record, thank you for that. I don't know what I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you're from, but thank you. Thanks for not throwing and, it away, uh, I guess. Yeah. Thanks for, for essentially giving it to me or selling it to me in a weird way. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this this record is absolutely fucking amazing. It's a banger. I'm gonna have to give this one also I'm gonna have to give this one a perfect three. It's it's there's there's nothing wrong with it. Every song is good. And there's not a bad song. I mean, I know you, you love to talk shit, 
So you talk shit on good songs, <laughs> but I just can't bring myself to do that. They're all good. It's because you're all good. Butt nugget. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that I mean, yeah, we both give this this album a perfect three because it is a perfect album. So that's it. That's all. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. That was fun. I had a good time, even though just an idiot. Sometimes it was fun. <laughs> Where is this hate coming from? I didn't even say anything. You said a lot of things. You said a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you all for listening. And honestly, I have I have nothing else to say. So that's it. That's all. Are we, are we journalism? Uh, we're beyond journalism. We're like, oh, we're BJ's. <laughs> <laughs> and and the joke, the joke, it's 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 hard because I, all you have to kind of talk like this for that's fucking terrible. That wasn't even good. That was I feel like, like really now, bad Australian. How do you like like tea and crumpets? Okay, 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 okay. So the joke is the joke is because they have a, you know they they got that hard accent in, in, uh, in England. Uh, it, it's it's m- my wife's gone to the West. Fuck, that's coming out Australian again. <laughs> I I legit practice this man. I, I cannot believe probably, I can't even do this. But you probably this. practice it in Australian. I did. That's oh, probably true. Because there's no one there to correct me because I did it in private. <laughs>